0: Listening to the Mouse Black Power Pack. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Yes. <laughs> guests. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So... Grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go! Because it's time for another episode of the Mouse Capades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days.
1: Happy Hump Day, friends. Thanks for tuning in again to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Capates Podcast. This is episode 337, and we're bringing, we're dishing, I should say, the rumors and news to you. But first, we want you to go check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. I have it pulled up right now, and they have a couple blogs up there with Pixar Pier and Tron. Disneyland sneak peek Pixar Pier at Disney California Adventure Park. They also have new update for Tron Attraction at Disney's Magic Kingdom. While you're there, go ahead and subscribe. You can become a Disney expert yourself and sign up for deals, tips, and all things Disney. You know, Vicky, what I'd love to do on our show is to have some of these bloggers from Walt Express come on and talk about the various blogs that they've put up on the website. You know, we've been talking about them now for a handful of months. Well, since probably February. February, yeah. And they have a lot of good information here at Walt Express.
2: Absolutely. I I mean, I was hoping that they're listening like our good friend Callie in Texas that uh, works for Walt Express. And we got to have her on. And that was a fun experience to be able to talk with someone. Wasn't
1: that fun talking to her?
2: It really was. I mean, it just, I don't know. Disney connects people in a way that you just don't ever realize until you get on there. And when she was talking, I felt like the same feelings we have when we're talking about it.
1: Didn't it feel like you were talking to like your sister? Yeah. I I... mean, for real, like family.
2: Right. I know. I felt like we already knew her. I I don't know if
1: it was the Oz, you know, or what? I don't know. You know, coming from Texas. But you really did. We sat there and it felt like we were talking to a family member. Right. And I'll be honest, that's how Walt Express is. It's one big community. You know, I mean, if you subscribe, I'm sure some of our listeners are all over Facebook. And they're part of, uh, what do you call them, groups, right? Yeah. Okay, and I know you're part of a lot of groups, and right. you've kind of told me, hey, why don't you join this and that group? And I'm not really a big groupie, per se. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not, but... Good thing you weren't born in the 70s. Right. I wish I was born in the 60s, 60s, though. yeah, I know so why. my father-in-law tells me. But Walt Express has their own group called Walt Express Lane, or okay. called the Express Lane. Just search for it. I'm sure you're going to find it with Walt Express. And it really is a family. I mean, you start talking to some of the individuals on, you know, with the Express Lane, with Walt Express, and, you know, they're mothers and and fathers, you know, and some of them do it full-time, some of them part-time, and it really is just one big family, and as soon as you ask a question or you need to gain some insight on something, I mean, within seconds, you have a wealth of information a lot of knowledge from individuals just submitting right back to you, you know, and it's, it's been a really good experience. I know I've asked a few questions here and there about some things and right. uh, it's been it's been wonderful. So go ahead and check them out. WaltExpress.com, But also, why don't you go ahead and check out their group as well. Type in Walt Express and uh, you will be able to find them. Like I was saying, this episode, 337. Vixter, I can't believe already. 337. <laughs> I think, you know, I think back from a few years ago when Dave was on for our first year. Right. And uh, you stepped right up to the plate and said, hey, you know what, man, I would love to come on and help you out with the podcast. And since then, it seems like time has just flown.
2: Yeah, I think I really feel like it has. Well, uh, especially in your child, your child, since we started or even just the first time I came on and did the Christmas in July episode, your first year with Dave, Nick, Colin seemed like a baby to me, and now I see him in the hall in the morning, and I'm right. like, "Holy smokes, what happened to
1: the little?" So kid I still it? have his introduction where he says, "You know." I
2: know. I we right. listened to it that he one calls day. Calls it the, pod
1: pass, you the podcast, you know. So there. it'd be cool if we could upload one of those uh, instead of Brian Collins, yeah. You know, the former Imagineer introducing yes. the show. That'd be kind of cute. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I think when Dave left, we had a, we were running about eighty something episodes at that point.
2: Yeah, something and like
1: that. You've been on now for how long? Two years uh, coming up three this March, I believe. Yeah, it'll be three in March. So three thirty seven. And we actually had what, nineteen, I think, episodes accidentally deleted. Yeah. Didn't that happen a year ago? We don't yes, know it where did. they went.
2: They went into oblivion. Like the Third virtual podcast space. Yeah.
1: Virtual space. They're somewhere on some server. Disappeared. So it's about twenty episodes that just poof vanished. Right. Anyway, it's been great. You know, it's it's been wonderful. And to be able to have friends like Walt Express and be able to talk to individuals like Joe from VirtualMickey.com and all the other individuals that we have met along the way. People that write into us. Right. All of our loyal listeners. Yes. Ethan and Anaheim that used to come on the show once a week and talk about Disneyland, you know, with Disneyland discussions and Tiki Garden when he'd come on. Just really good times. I know i am gotten us way off track, but we're we're going down memory lane. But uh, anyway... Go ahead and start us off, Vic. I got a lot of stuff to report on. I know you're excited as well. What do you got?
2: I have the Oogie Boogie Popcorn Bucket is returning. Did you see this?
1: I did. And I have a whole list of awesome novelties that are returning to the. Okay, so I'll that. let you take over. No, go, go
2: ahead. It, your Halloween's your deal. Go ahead. I don't want to take it away. Okay, so apparently the Oogie Boogie popcorn bucket was a huge hit last year in Disneyland. So they brought it back and you can get it at the Disney's California Adventure popcorn carts, as well in the New Orleans, at the New Orleans popcorn cart. And there are some other things that are going to be shown, and that is the Cauldron Premium Popcorn Bucket will arrive at Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World sometime in mid-September. It's not there yet, but it will be. There is going to be an exclusive Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Bucket that is going to be at the Magic Kingdom, and it's also going to be at the Disneyland Resort, but it says it's going to be later in the Halloween season, so... Uh, We already said, so this is Wednesday the 15th. So in two days is when the first Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party starts. They will not have those exclusive Mickey Not So Scary Halloween
1: buckets. And yesterday, decorations officially arrived on Main Street USA there in Disney World. Oh, did you watch them put them up? I did not. I want to look at that. But all my friends are posting pictures all over social media. Oh, And it has me jealous. You're talking about the Oogie Boogie Popcorn Bucket Correct And so for our friends out in Cali You can always find them And you can still find them there At the Carthay Circle Restaurant Grizzly Grizzly River Run And Pixar Palloran Go ahead and go there and pick up yours But did you check out the There was this cube What was it It was the The Poison Apple Glow Glow Cubes Those look really cool And Can you freeze them I'm thinking they're like ice cubes Yeah I believe so Oh I hope so If you can't I hope so Disney should really fill it in with that ice gel stuff and be able to freeze them and throw them in your drinks. I think that'd be really. They're
2: available in three colors, red, green,
1: and purple. Well, you got to get all three. Of course you do. And I I believe the pronunciation you're looking for is New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. So here's the interesting thing. All my friends from New Orleans say it's New Orleans.
2: If you're going to get all three colors, Nick, you have to go to three different places because the green version can be found at Bar. And Jock Lindsey's Hangar Bar, yeah, at Walt Disney World, the red ones Spring. are found there in the Springs. Oh, you have to go to two
1: different Disney ones. Springs. Sorry, no, it's for fine. Shocking.
2: Disneyland Resort is where you get the red yeah. ones, so they're not even at Disney World. And then the purple ones so are I, exclusively at Carthay Circle, which again, Disneyland.
1: So I have to fly. So I have to make another trip.
2: You're gonna have to fly, or you're gonna only That's get fine.
1: green ice cubes. That's all good. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, the Headless Horseman straw clip.
2: Yes, that's very important.
1: Sorry, uh, you, you you didn't get there yet. No, it's
2: fine. Go ahead.
1: No, that's all I wanted to say was the Headless Horseman straw clip.
2: I, <laughs> I thought that out. was <laughs> interesting that they're having that straw clip, but aren't they getting rid of straws? <laughs> didn't we talk about that last week?
1: You can still clip it on a paper straw. I, just clip it on your cup. Clip it I'm on sure your shirt. You can. I came across Colin's straw clip of Buzz Lightyear from a few years ago and pulled it out, and he'd forgotten he even had it. It was really cool.
2: And uh Carsland's going to have a Halloween-inspired Thank you. tire pumpkin straw. And it, uh, it, but it's not available at the Cozy Cone Motel or, our, or at Flo's V8 Cafe. That's really weird. Why wouldn't they have it there? I mean, I know I'm not Disney's marketing representative, but that seems like a good place to put it. And that is all so, that I saw. But, I mean, you, you should rake in on some popcorn buckets because you said you're going to get at-at-at. You need to get the cauldron.
1: Yeah, I have a few that I want to pick up on this next trip. I'm going to take us to the sneak peek of Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet, is what I should say. We know the name change has happened twice already. But I have a a clip that I want to play. And real quick, if we can play that right now, that would be great. Go ahead, Brad, play it for us. Before you add that, Brad, I I do want to give you a big shout-out. All of our listeners, Brad Black... Vicky's husband does all of our editing for the show and uploads everything that we tell him to upload at specific times. So also enter, I guess, a round of applause for yourself there too, Brad. <laughs> Yay, thanks. Woo-hoo! But uh, go ahead and, and answer that for us right now.
0: And now, a special look at Ralph Breaks the Internet. Hey, kid! Wake up! Ralph, what
1: is wrong with you? are going to the internet. <clears throat>
0: what? Holy cow. M-I-E-G-O. Congratulations, you're
3: a winner. Really? Wanna get rich playing video games? A racing
0: game? Slaughter race. It is wicked dangerous.
3: It was an old Well, well,
2: well, who are you?
3: I think we should get out of here. This car is not designed for a big boy, I tell you that.
0: This girl can drive. she turned into a big bear. My tried to date her. If that's not a pure mess, I don't know what is.
3: Uh, we can't understand her. She's from the other studio. Ah.
1: Ralph breaks
3: the internet.
1: At some point, Vicky, you know, you and I will figure out which we have. We'll be able just to play it through our mixer on our own, and Brad will be out of a job.
2: Oh, that would be sad. <laughs> anyway, then he'd have to get another hobby now so that our kids are gone.
1: That that new uh preview is awesome. You know, one thing I really like is how they're focusing on the princess scene right there. Yeah, so you're getting a variety of I have always said, you've heard me. Well, no, not that, but you've heard me. I've always wanted... Pixar to go back and Crossover. redo no redo all of the original cartoons with the Pixar style. You've heard me talk about this. No, I know. The listeners have heard me talk about this. You here's, think they're gonna spend
2: the money to do that.
1: But, but here here's a sneak peek at what it could look like. Isn't that awesome? You, you, no, know, it you is. Look at all these princesses. So you think they're testing the waters I don't to know. see if they can I think it looks great. I really think they could make a lot of money even if they did the exact same cartoon. Right? Or change it up a little bit. You could change it up a little bit. Well, it's that's
2: no different than the remakes of Parent Trap and all these other sure. movies. So to make it more technologically... It's a different perspective. Right.
1: And that's, I think it would do extremely well. They
2: wouldn't necessarily have to change it at all. So new Dis, the new Disneyland Paris pin celebrates Danish Amusement Park's anniversary. The Danish uh, Amusement Park at Tivoli Gardens is celebrating its 175th anniversary. And so to honor this, Disneyland Paris designed a collectible pin to commemorate the anniversary. And Walt first visited the Danish park in 1951. And as the story goes, he was impressed by the architecture and the style and the cleanliness of the place. So Tivoli Gardens inspired him to create the first Disneyland park in Anaheim. And so Disney's Disneyland Paris is honoring, can't I can't say Disneyland today. Disneyland Paris is honoring the anniversary of the Tivoli Gardens with this limited pin. And so it has a portion of the Tivoli Gardens and in the garden is Walt holding hands with Mickey, and it, it's a pretty cool thing that I would like to have, but I really don't have time to fly to Paris, or really the money, or the passport, for that matter. But what a cool way. I mean, Walt's been gone how many years now, and he's still being recognized for some amazing things that he did. for something in 1951 when he visited the park. They remembered that, and they wanted him to be honored in the 175th anniversary. I mean, that's something I... I'm not saying I want to be honored by a pin, but I'm just saying I hope that in the time after a bypass, somebody still remembers me for something that I did, something that I taught a kid or whatever. Sure thing. What a cool legacy for your family.
1: Well, his company and his family, you know, have reached, I mean, has stretched across the world. I, You know, I don't think there's really many people that our lives that this family hasn't touched. Right. I right? would agree. Oh, I would agree. Taking you back over to Walt Disney World, I want to talk about the beat dining packages at the Oh, I saw this For 2018 And the people that are playing Oh my gosh I really want to join in on these festivities and I know Are some of them
2: going to be while you're there?
1: So I know Let's see here Yes, they will be a few of them So I gotta do it I know our buddy Lee or excuse me not Lee Jim is probably going to partake in some of these This is like his thing going out to the concerts, right? Okay, Jim then you need to report back to us He he, videoed last time Smash Mouth Right, I do remember that It was really neat you know, it took me right back to my—I well, won't even say high childhood. School? Yeah, high school, like my senior year, listening to Smash Mouth. I'm like, wow, man, this is pretty cool. You know, I was hanging out at Epcot watching Smash Mouth, right? Right. So these packages started thirty bucks, twenty nine ninety nine.
2: I know. Did you see there are a variety of restaurants that you can use? Well, I mean, it's a lit—it's a long. It long is list. really
1: cool. So what it is, listeners? If you make your way over to the Liberty Inn, you can purchase, it's basically a counter service option, Vicki. Oh, I didn't see that part. For $29.99, and it will provide you, not only do you get the meal, but it's going to provide you preferred seating or reser, re, basically reservations or reserved seating at uh, the night's Eat to Beat concert. And so here's the lineup for these Eat to the Beat concerts. So right? I know it went on and on. I it is amazing. It. So, just a few of these I want to talk about. Mercy Me, great, right. great band right off the bat. Let's see here. We have who are the Baha Men? That sounds familiar. I can't like even I should, remember like what I song. Doesn't that. it
2: say the song? Some of them said a song next to it to make give you reference. It made me feel like, oh yeah, I should know that. But I know, no, I don't. I almost song. feel like
1: we should have some of the music playing in the background right now or something. Okay,
2: Baha So Don't know. I will put Let's that see, in our let, let notes. Let Brad. No,
1: Brad, put in some Baha Men. I have no idea. Ooh. I feel like I should know who the Baha Men are when I go back and listen to it. I'm I'm sure I'll be like, oh yes, this is them.
0: Who let the dogs out?
2: And what's that's funny the- is I made a carpet song this year from that song.
1: Oh, that's right, you did. All right, let's see. Living Color, remember that band? Yeah. I mean, for realsies, that's Living Color is coming out. That's hilarious. I-, I wish I was there during this time. That's going to be the, uh, September 20th and 21st. Sugar Ray, David Cook. Who David Cook? Everclear. Let's see. Jim Belushi. That's cool.
2: Yeah, I didn't even uh... know he was still
1: performing. Mark Wills, who's Mark Wills? I feel like I should know Mark Wills. I no? do not. I don't know. Air Supply. Yeah. Smash I saw that. Mouth. Yep. Ninety-eight degrees. Okay, you're gonna die. So man. I heard they come. I heard like ninety-nine degrees is gonna be there too, competing with them. I'm just joking. Thirty-eight special. Kenny G. What?
2: what? Thirty-eight special. Kenny, that's long. Kenny G. Joey will go see Kenny G. Kenny G. He doesn't want to be Kenny, Kenny G, but he he wanted to go see him.
1: Anyway, yeah. Boys to Men. I thought the, the Hooters. I've never heard of the Hooters. Yeah. I'll Look him up. Well, he I'm might not want. He might not want to look him up. No. Oh,
2: it's not a barbecue might, I might mean scared. a wings place
1: I'm not thinking wings you might be scared of what pops up on, on your end there uh, Big oh. Bad Voodoo Daddy remember them? no I do not <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember Big, Big, Bad. Big, Big Bad
2: Voodoo Daddy? although sometimes I think these people have some obscure names and then they write this really cool music is that the Zoot
1: you... Suit Riot people?
2: I don't know Big what Bad am I supposed to be looking
1: up? oh I don't know Hooters?
2: yes thank you
1: are you really going to type that in?
2: I'm going to put Hooters um, Group, and then it should hopefully give me a picture of someone that sings.
1: Oh, that's funny. Well,
2: well I'm hoping.
1: Um, I don't know if it's going to give you a picture of something that sings. It does.
2: It's a rock band from oh my Philadelphia. Gosh, it does. Okay. And they're associated with Cindy Lauper. They originated in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1980.
1: So, so were you thinking of the 2018 Party for the Census? Is that what you were thinking earlier when I, when I brought this up? Eat to the Beat? Yeah. Okay, so do you want to report on uh, Party for the Census? I would, except for, okay,
2: I gotta pull it up, because now I was... Pull
1: that up. Do you have
2: it? I I am very sorry I'm letting you down,
1: but I do not. You don't have it? I just saw the look. I could tell that you were looking, looking, looking. You didn't have it. (laughs) Fail. Taking place, so this is for the Party for the Census. Taking place on Saturdays between 7 and 9, the World World Showplace Events Pavilion. It's supposed to be, like, for your elegant people, right? Like, elegant dance-filled party with gourmet tastings and champagne. Totally not my thing. Right. Right. I don't mind doing the, you know, eat to the beat, but this doesn't sound like my thing. Wine, craft beers, cocktails, things like that. And okay. a whole bunch of other types of foods. But that, what's cool about this package is also includes reserved seating for the 530 beat, beat or eat to the beat performances.
2: So is there two or three, I missed that part, and I don't have the article up right now. Is there two or three concerts a night? Because they kind of do it like the Candlelight Processional, right? Have a couple of nights. I'm a night? looking
1: here and I'm like one two or three performers? It's or usually maybe two or three performer. performances
2: a night. Are so they- that
1: is not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing one performer per day. At 5.30 only? Uh, I don't know what time I see dates oh okay because
2: um, usually when they have something in there it's um, two or three shows of the same person so that more people can get a chance but you're right oh wait a minute yes it has okay, three show so times
1: for the th- for the same performer yeah that's what okay, I'm saying I 530, 645, 8 no no
2: no 530, 645, and 8 so three shows so surely that you can get into one of those while you are there
1: oh I will be and did let's you see. determine while who's going to yeah, be let's there see. let's see who's going to be there while I'm there 38 special yeah so we'll have Anderson E East. Smash Mouth. Oh, boy.
2: Smash Mouth
1: should be there. We got to meet up and watch some Smash Mouth, uh, We, which we've already texted back and forth a couple times. And he said, yeah, we're going to have to make it happen this time. Smash Mouth or Smash Mouth. Uh, 98 Degrees will be there. And I believe I leave with 38 Specials. So a few bands. The only one that i worth seeing for me would be Smash Mouth. You don't want to see 38 Special. Nah. Yeah, so Jim, we got to hook up that night and check out Smash Mouth. I'll reroute my Fast Passes. I just selected them yesterday, or two days ago. So I'll, I'll see what's going on that night, see if I can free something up. You let me know, uh, Give me a, shoot me a text, and uh, we'll go from there. But Vixter, uh, go ahead and go to the next one. I'm going to bring up some other stuff.
2: You love when I bring forth these articles, Nick. This is about food. No, it is not
1: about food. But what's the other thing that aggravates you when I talk about it? Oh, geez. Okay. A birth of an animal. Yes, because I'm sorry. Is it really? Is it really? Seriously. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. It's, it's okay. I think I know. Animal Kingdom. The baby
2: there. mandrill was born at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So it's
1: the same monkey species as Rafiki. Yes. Okay.
2: And I got to tell you, Rafiki, super cute in The Lion King. Not so super cute in person. They're kind of gnarly looking, I think. If you look at them, their faces are kind of goofy, and I think they really did a good job oh, yeah, on the oh, line cool.
1: you th- <laughs> Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, anyways, last Thursday, uh, Scarlet and Winston, on August 8th, the baby mandrill was born, and it says, these three mandrels are some of the animals' guests aboard the Kilimanjaro Safari, so you hope we get to see it. And as this time that this was reported, they did not know the sex of the baby or what it had what its name was yet kind of like when the hippo was born i think they're giving them some time to bond so that maybe the mandrel doesn't beat anybody up but how cool is that i'm sorry i know that it that you get aggravated with me but i think it's important that we keep that species up because they said disney has supported um the mandrels and other primates through disney conservation fund and they've raised over 6.5 million dollars to help these animals stay so they don't become extinct like so many animals do.
1: I think it'd be really neat to be a cast member working with the animals on a daily basis. Taking well, care of them, feeding them. I mean, how how cool is that? Probably the best zoo in the world, in my opinion. Now, I know you have zoos like San Diego and I've been there and other zoos around the world, but this is kind of different. Put away the, the glamour aspect of certain zoos. That are more popular than others. This is Disney. Right. And it's kind of unique because it's a safari. Yeah. You know? Guests are coming through your zoo as if they're on a safari and you get to take care of the animals that are part of the show. Kind of neat. Just have to be careful. True.
2: I always think about that when we go over the alligator and they're like, Do not stand up. If you fall out, we're we're told to drive fast. Over that bridge. Yeah, they oh, I say yeah. it every time.
1: The bridge is made to look like wood, but it's actually like all steel.
2: It's um, chains, I think. It's made. apart. It oh, I'm like- sure.
1: I'm sure. It's yeah. You go over it, and it sounds like it's gonna fall apart. Yep, that's all part of the show. Oh, it's I know. Cool. <laughs> I just don't want to be a part of the show. <laughs> did we talk about the new kids area over at Epcot for the Food and Wine Festival? I don't believe so. I thought maybe you did. I thought this was really neat Disney incorporating the whole kids feel to it as well
2: well they need to I mean I'm not trying to be ugly it's just been that way it covers the and bases. I don't think we've
1: talked about it in years past the, the kids thing like a, a kids area I don't think I don't know if this is something they've done in the past I believe it's new
2: well I, I, I would say it's new but I haven't been there in the fall for probably five years but they didn't have it when my kids were
1: they're gonna have never. basically see here five different areas a festival play area junior chef kitchen Candy Sushi, Remy's uh, Rattatouille Hide and Squeak, and Disney uh, jour Dance Party. This is all geared towards children and kiddos. Now, I don't think this is intended for adults to drop off their kids and say, sayonara. Adios. Right. I'm going to the I'm gonna adult and do the adulting thing and party it up. I'm going to go uh, drink around the world, around the world. Right. take
2: care of my kid for me.
1: Go pick him up like at Remy's Rattatouille Hide and Squeak. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> That's what it's called. I know. It's just funny. Anyway, so for more information on that, (laughs) go ahead and just – you can Google New Kids Area Event at Epcot 2018 Food and Wine Festival.
2: <laughs> so Disney's television animation launches a new short series I thought for sure you'd be excited about this Nick Baymax Dreams And Chrissy I, Chrissy would be I was going to say Chrissy and Michael are going to be thrilled A new series of shorts based on big hero six character Baymax This lovable robot health companion will star in three shorts titled Baymax Dreams So Thursday, this was reported out, and they shared the news that it would debut in September. And Disney's television animation will be on Disney Now app and the Disney Channel YouTube, also on September the 15th. And it just says that each short is about two to three minutes, and it features Baymax. He's going to be dreaming of electric sheep, bed (laughs) bugs, and duplicates of himself. Electric sheep? Yeah, and the person who's directing it directed the B-movie. Penguins of Madagascar and Shrek 4D. And it says that Disney worked with Unity Technologies to create these shorts using Unity's advanced real-time rendering technology. I'm pretty excited about it, Nick. I'm sad that they're only two to three minutes. I I really think the kids are going to love it because I know Baymax is a very well-loved character. I mean, heck, my daughter as an adult bought a Baymax to take back to college with her. So, I mean, he's loved across the board. Chrissy loves him. Little kids love him.
1: Like, what do you mean, bought a Baymax?
2: She bought a stuffed Baymax. How big is it? Um, it's probably about as big as your computer. About okay. as
1: long as your computer. Oh. So like a plushie? Yeah, a plushie. Okay. I didn't know if it was like a cuddle pillow or, or what.
2: No, it was just a stuffed animal that she got at the of, World of I was thinking, thinking dorm room. Gotcha. And she's in an apartment. but
1: that's Oh, fine. is she?
2: Yeah for. She's been in an apartment. Oh,
1: wow. The second. Year. So, speaking of Baymax and Chrissy, so Chrissy texted me and I'm sure were you were you uh, attached, to attached to that text? So, I'm not
2: attached. So,
1: you me. know, and and Lee knows, one of our loyal listeners, I'm horrible at getting back with texts. I yep. I, I just am, right? <laughs> I, Even to
2: me, I text yeah. them this weekend nothing.
1: You're you're not. And I read them. So, I know it's like bad me. I get it. It's not that I'm being mean. I just I read it and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Thanks for letting me know. We're
2: ADD, in case you didn't know that.
1: Thanks for letting me know, and I never get back with you. Chrissy texted, so Chrissy, if you're listening, I I will get back with you. But she's like, you know, she was thinking about all of the, I guess, her her Disney, what we we're going to do. We we're going to have her come on for what kind of episode? I think Disney favorites. Disney favorites.
2: But we also want to throw that out to the listeners So be uh, watching the Mousecapade podcast on Facebook because when I create the document, I'm going to put it on there for anybody who wants to join in like we did with the restaurant. Speaking for
1: the of, too, what it, I was thinking about this. Let's toss around this idea. When we record, why don't we just put it up on Facebook Live on the Mousecapades podcast? So our listeners that want to see how we record a podcast or two... Can just watch us. Like now, of course, bloopers are going to be fun.
2: I was going to say, are you talking like let them see us because we make crazy faces at
1: each other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually you like get the out of here, Nick. Are you kidding me?
2: No, I just mean sometimes you're. I'm looking at you like, okay, Nick, and you're looking at me. Like okay, just move, it along.
1: Shut up, move it along, move it along,
2: move it along. They'll be able to see that. We won't be able to get rid of that. That'd be
1: great. Like, get the
2: live Vicky and Nick. That's realism. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't even know what story I'm going to next. Oh, I'm talking about, I want to talk about Tron, the new uh, Tomorrowland attraction. Adjustments are coming to Tomorrowland attractions to prepare for the Tron coaster. In December of of 2018, the Walt Disney Railroad is going to be temporarily parked at Main Street. But this is kind of cool, Vicky, because during this time, like you and I and a whole bunch of other guests and our listeners can take advantage of taking pictures up close with the train.
2: Oh, that's true. And get like
1: a personal look, one of kind photos that you cannot get when the train is running. This is true. Really, really neat. I think that's, they going have
2: Mickey there? Because they should.
1: I think it's a great idea. Oh, conductor have like a, a meet and greet there. that be... clog everything up though.
2: I know, but it'd be so cool to have a Conductor Mickey right there.
1: But on the flip side though, Tomorrowland Speedway is going to close. And that's going to be closed uh, coming up here soon. I'm trying to look for a date here. I can't find it, but it's going to run all the way through in the summer of 2019. The Speedway is going to go ahead and reopen just to give you a heads up. So I, don't, I think they're shutting down the course. Kind of do some adjustments for Christmas time. I mean, because a lot of people do that, right? Right, and so I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, it said just as beginning in December, so I don't know when the speedway is going to close, but it's going to close and set to, you know open back up summer of 2019. And
2: Tron is going to open in 2019. I thought that was set to open in 2021,
1: right? For the the anniversary for the the big anniversary the fiftieth anniversary. Yes. Okay. The Tron Light Cycle. It's called Tron Light Cycle Power Run. You know that all debuted in Shanghai Disneyland on. Opening day. Right. That has quickly become the highest rating attraction at that park.
2: Oh, I'm sure if you watch vi- and if YouTube you, videos on going,
1: it. Let's just. I was going to say, I encourage our listeners, go check that out on YouTube. It is a really slick ride.
2: Yeah. it. it I mean, I'm not sure that I want to ride it. It looks a little quick. K- kind of
1: kind of awkward that it's at Magic Kingdom. Would you agree? Yes?
2: Yeah, because we were saying before we kind of thought that maybe Epcot, because it's more futuristic. Right. And, but I don't know
1: where they would put it. Epcot, I mean, man. So many ideas I have for Epcot. <laughs> like, they need a Wally ride. This. They
2: just need, you just need to hire Nick, and they, you would save him a lot of time. Although he has a, an awesome class this year, so right. you have
1: to wait till the year's over. They need a Wally ride. Don't you agree? You can learn about recycling and your yeah. So living with the land, keep it. Alright. But add to it somewhere around there, in that area, the Land Pavilion, a yep. recycling... Aspect Ride with Wally. Yep. Conservation. That would be very cool.
2: Well, speaking of which, um, we took Joey to college and I sent you that picture because no clearer sign for a mom who's dropping off her youngest child when you walk in and it says, uh, welcome RC residents. We are your new Ohana, and I just like was a. Ma- I mean, I didn't cry because I promised myself I would not cry in front of him. And actually, I think he was more nervous than I was. But there's Stitch. Welcome you to your child right. to the dorm. And so, I mean,
1: so for our listeners, Vic's probably gonna bring this up a few more times out of left field because she's feeling it right now.
2: Well, her, Kaylee her, just left today.
1: Right. She's she's officially an empty, empty nester, nester for yeah. the very first time. You and Brad both. But, so I'm sure there'll be plenty of other texts that I won't respond to. That you'd be like, "Hey, let's go out. Let's go get dinner, dude." Let's. Okay, I'm gonna ignore me. Thank you. Anyway,
2: uh, but anyways, you were talking about Wally. They need to put like Wally at S and T. Like he could be the spokesperson because they are big time. You know, recycling and try to find ways to effectively help our world and make it a better place. There's that's part of their projects that the kids that are going to college are doing. They could totally uh, use Wally as their spokesperson. I mean, I feel like they could do like a commercial or something. But you're Totally right. They need to put Wally in Epcot.
1: I'm taking us all the way over to Disneyland and Lee probably saw this when he was out there. And he probably realized that Jose is still sleeping, right? Jose needs to be awakened. Tiki Room set to reopen on September 21st.
2: So, was he frozen, like... In, in, oh, like
1: we, cryogenically, like, like... Yeah,
2: like they say that like Walt Walt's Disney,
1: head or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's weird.
2: Also, something We're that we forgot... We're joking, of
1: course. Yes, we are joking.
2: Uh, when Lee was out there, one thing that we did forget to mention to you that he was texting to us about, and that is, at Disneyland, they don't have one of Nick's favorite things to do at Disney World, and that is our Magic Kingdom, I should say, the Swiss Family Robinson tree. He was telling us it was the Tarzan well, tree. Well, have the
1: Tarzan tree house.
2: Right, but he was just saying that... And he likes it, but he missed it. This is the Swiss family Robinson tree that we have. The nostalgia. Yeah. It was what it was making me think. Uh, So I don't know if you saw this, Nick, but Under the Sea, A Descendant Story is going to debut in September. They did a pre-release on Friday when they did, and I'm sad because I forgot to tape it, although I'm sure it will be on another time. But they put out that new Parent Trap that I had reported on, I don't know, about a month ago. They brought back, they have a third Parent Trap remake. Or second, whatever, you want to look at it. And so anyway, they said that, be watching, they're going to have the Maleficent, the daughter of Ursula, the daughter of Drizella, the son of Captain Hook, and the son of Gaston. Which is interesting, because I I don't think about these characters having children, because they didn't, but that's what the Descendants is all about. Right,
1: so Gaston and Be the Beast, we... We never mentioned his child. He came back from the war, wanted to marry Belle. Right. Ended up dying. He fell from the Beast's castle. Right. So... When did he have a kid? When did he have a kid? Did he get with Belle before?
2: <laughs>
1: really, we just don't know about it. We're stirring the
2: pot here. We really are. No, he probably was with one of those maidens that, you
1: know, went... Oh, oh he yeah, went one bye. of the three. Yeah. Interesting fact about the maidens, by the way. What, the style of hair. And I've said this before. One's Ariel, one is Jasmine, and the other... Oh, geez, what's the other one? I think the other one may be the same hairstyle as Belle. Simba? I'm not sure. No, <laughs> they—they're other characters from other films.
2: No, I know. I was just teasing. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so let's hear. Let's let's move on. Speaking of right, Beauty yes. and the Beast. Let's talk about the Be Our Guest restaurant.
2: Of course, we have to talk about that. My, my you're favorite talking about place. Food now, I thinking. am
1: talking about food. My favorite place ever to eat. You know, it was supposed to be closed down the 20th through the 24th of August. No. So next Oh, week, just for
2: some refurbishing or whatever? Right,
1: for ref- some refurbishment. They're going to put the... That's been canceled because people are seeing those dining reservations available now. And Disney announced that, yes, it's, it's finally, it's been canceled.
2: So they're not going to install those dancing silverware and plates?
1: Oh, yeah, that we told them that they should install.
2: Yes, they should listen to us.
1: You're absolutely right.
2: The live-action Kim Possible teaser also premiered on Friday when they showed The Parent Trap on Disney Channel. And so the live-action movie has been written by Mark McCorkle, Bob Schoolie, and Josh Kagan. And the movie's co-directed and co-produced by Adam Stein and Zach Lipovitzki. They're from Disney XD.
1: You know, talking about Kim Possible, and a few weeks ago, and maybe even a month ago, when we saw pictures of Kim Possible... Right, she makes an appearance at the park, right? Kim Possible? Yes.
2: Um, I don't think so anymore because... Can, she did, though. Yeah, she did. In Epcot, she had that game and then they right. changed it to... When did Platypus. she leave? It was not long after. It was probably 2011 or 2012.
1: Okay, so was it before the whole let's change Jasmine's outfit so the midriff does not show? Yes, Okay. It was. okay. Because I saw pictures of Kim Possible in the park and I'm thinking, wow, she's showing way more than... Jasmine, Jasmine did ever did okay. It, it's was, just, culture,
2: though, it was just... the culture though because it was impossible. Is supposed to be an American and Jasmine not.
1: That's what they were saying. The culture doesn't. Oh know. right right right. Being covered up and things right. like that. No, I exactly. get that. I totally understand that. And you have all the husbands catcalling. You know, yes. Seer What what else do I have? Oh, Dwayne Johnson. You know, I subscribed to him on Instagram. He shared a new video, a little teaser of the set of Jungle Cruise, basically thanking Walt, and that this is. A great opportunity for him to right. to play this role and give back because Walt gave to so many yada yada. You can find this on his Instagram page. It's really neat. One cool thing about that set, and you saw it, and I'm sure our listeners did too, in the video. They created like a whole new Jungle Cruise ride for the movie.
2: I know. Where it is looks that? That they really neat. where they created it. At?
1: And the water's all muddy. Like they dyed that water as well. I mean, it right. looks really cool. Looks like another ride. So it's Jungle Cruise Part Two. Anyway, Brad, go ahead and insert that, uh, that clip here right now, because I want our listeners to hear what The Rock is cooking.
3: This movie has been years in the making, and from the bottom of my heart, I'm so honored. We are also honored to bring this rich story uh, and movie to life for all of you guys around the world. Now, check this out. In 1955, Walt Disney imagined and designed and created the very first jungle cruise ride and how about this walt disney himself was the very first skipper for the very first jungle cruise ride it is with great honor and reverence that i get an opportunity to play this role and we can show you guys this story walt this one is for you buddy and uh world get ready for the adventure of a lifetime welcome to jungle cruise
2: Everybody, welcome to the set of Jungle Cruise. I'm so excited to welcome you to this incredible movie. As you can see, we have a beautiful path lit behind us, usually to show people where and You have
3: the-, the beautiful path, and then you have the beautiful co-star.
0: Nope, I think this was just,
2: sorry, I just- I'm here. No, 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 I just, this was just supposed to be my You
3: thing. were telling me, hey, let's be like Humphrey Bogart and um, uh, and Kathleen Hepburn.
2: Kathleen, or is it Katherine well, yes. like Do your research, you know okay. what I mean?
3: It's, um, uh, Michael Douglas. Kathleen Turner. That's it, that's right. right. Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers. They were never in the jungle. So. It's a love story, It is a love story, yes. Welcome to Jungle Cruise. It's gonna be great. The adventure of a lifetime. That was my life. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, come back. One second, come on back. There you go. Ah, she's the best.
2: We're just kidding. We're kidding.
3: Welcome to the
2: adventure of a lifetime.
3: (laughs) No.
1: No, I didn't. (laughs)
2: The production has begun on the live-action Mulan film, and the person directing it is Nikki Cairo. Disney announced today that the filming has begun on the upcoming live-action adaptation of Mulan, and the film shoot on location in New Zealand and in China. It's going to open in theaters on March the twenty seventh, 2020, so we are about uh, over almost two years away, <laughs> a little less than two years away from seeing the live-action Mulan, so they're just going to keep teasing us by putting out little pieces of it. Sure. So that we will want that, you know, want to go visit it or go see it.
1: That's what I do with Star Wars all the time. And, you know, I'm faithful. I will wait for every trailer to come out. Watch it a gazillion times over to try to find any sneak peeks. <laughs> Right? Things hidden in the background or. Dirt. Right. Not dirt, but just know, things. Just, hidden gems, as right. I like to call them. Well,
2: so did you ever see Christopher Robin? I have
1: not. I have not, have not yet either. seen it.
2: I know. We should go this weekend and see
1: it. So I'm assigned to like this program called Movie Pass, but I like, totally went bankrupt and borrowed like $5 million. And ever since then, I've been trying to utilize my Movie Pass and I can't. So I think about just dropping them. That's just why I, I haven't it. seen it. Oh, okay. Right. It's a, it's a little thing where you pay so much money per month to see unlimited movies. That's why it went belly up, right? Yeah. yeah. Or it's not belly up yet. I should just say right. it's getting there. Have you seen, listeners, the 2018 Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon medals? No, they've been revealed. You didn't see these this past week, I Vixter? Didn't. No. Oh my gosh, any. these are really neat. So for 1819, the Run Disney season is, is officially on, underway. We all know this. Disney's rolling out Vixter and our listeners' specialty finisher medals to kick everything off. Mm-hmm. Really neat. So the Disney Fall Feast 5K is going to be Chef Tony and Lady and the Tramp. Oh, cool. I mean, these are really neat, the medals that they're coming up with, the collage yeah. of medals. We have, let's see here, Disney Wine and Dine 10K, Chef Louis. And Sebastian, Aww. or Louis, however you want to say it, Louis. <laughs> Disney, 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 Wine and Dine Half Marathon. It's going to be Chef Mickey. Aww. Okay, the Disney Two Course Challenge is going to be Lumiere and from Beauty and the Beast.
2: And Cogsworth or just Lumiere? It says
1: Lumiere. It really should have Cogsworth. If it doesn't, it's just. I'm sure it does. It's
2: like Woody and Buzz. they to be together.
1: It's gotta run Disney kid races as well because they can do theirs. Chef Lumini and Remy. Uh,
2: of course, right
1: from okay. Ratatouille. Really, really, really it. cool. These medals are becoming very unique, you know?
2: I, I know. It makes you want to run again, doesn't it, Nick?
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick note. So
2: last year I reported on this, Nick, so you're gonna have to think back because it's been almost a year, but Walt Disney World extended a dog-friendly hotel pilot program. Did you see that? Or do you remember me talking <laughs> about we it talk last about year? This, right. right. Okay, so it went so well that they're now extending the program because they said they were just gonna do it for a short time and see how it went. And they've added in some other hotels, which I gotta say surprises me. Because uh, I know a lot of people get frustrated. We've talked about this. Where do you do the dogs when you're at the park? Or do you just leave them in the room and they bark? Like
1: sure. Hmm. So, um, would it be great to walk around as Corella Deville <laughs> and the, at that resort? <laughs> I It's mean, how, not just that with one. With the though. little burglars, with, you know, the handlers, just walking around, stirring up trouble. This is true. Chasing you, dogs. You can get your picture, your right. dog picture right, with right. Cruella and the nabbers. And then have them in character. Disney should do this yes. in character, like, come they here. They don't listen to us. Like, come here, poochie, 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 like, just egging them on, right? So,
2: Disney's Art of Animation, Nick, your favorite. Disney's yes. Port of Orleans, Riverside, Disney's Fort Wilderness Res- Resort and Campground, and Disney's Yacht Club are the ones that have the dog-friendly rooms, and you can only... Only travel with up to two dogs per room, but you can't have two dogs in each room and you have to take care of them and their behavior has to be worthy of staying on Disney property. How do they determine that? Well,
1: they watch the Pumbaa and Timon safety videos.
2: The dogs do?
1: Yeah. (laughs) they have to go through their own course (laughs) and they go (laughs) and I'm sure they they gotta watch they gotta watch Oliver and Company training videos speaking of
2: training videos I still need to do those for work Uh. oh
1: my gosh you haven't either no or either I have not either
2: oh good thank you it makes me feel better I saw your wife doing it so you're looking at
1: me like I need to be bringing up another article here let's talk about I guess we could talk about special characters and props for Photo Pass. I I feel like I kind of already talked about that last week did I not for, for Disneyland at the Disneyland Resort
2: oh I don't know about Disneyland you talked about how Halloween party.
1: Okay, so at Disneyland's California Adventure, you can look for. Yeah, I talked about this. Looking for Doctor Strange and Loki. Did I okay, not? Yes, I did. Right? Because I
2: have a Loki in my class. I remember having this conversation. Now.
1: And the one over at Grizzly River Run, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yes. Okay, I did talk about that. Why am I repeating myself? Because that I don't was
2: not Amazing article. You want to make sure that I, I know, knew right? About
1: it. Oh, uh, let's see. Your Disney shares second movie trailer for the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. This looks really cool.
2: I know it does. I mean, it really does. No, no, no. It does. Yeah. I. Love Love the Nutcracker. I just wasn't sure how your what your take was on it because some guys aren't. As
1: and our boy uh, isn't Morgan Freeman's in this one.
2: Probably. I think he is. How old is he now? I don't
1: know. He's got to be older in dirt.
2: I, I mean, not that. I'm I'm happy for him that he's having this full life. It's kind of like Betty White. They actually, you know, live in a good full life. He's just, played
1: everything. I know. He's including in all God.
2: Kinds of movies. You know, oh, seriously. Oh, um, he has. He was in that. The Bruce movie. Almighty. That movie was fun. Not Disney, but very
1: funny. So they just released it. Go ahead and YouTube it. You can find the trailer. It's called The Nutcracker and the Four Realms.
2: This was really cool, Nick. There's a twin couple honeymoon at Walt Disney World. So not only did they get engaged the same time, a, bro- a set of girl twins and a set of guy trent- twins, they both got married on August the 3rd. And then, so it says that Zach Lewin married his married Chrissy Be- Bevier and Zach's brother married Chrissy's sister, Cassie. And they all got married. They got engaged at the same time. And so they all took their honeymoon together. That's Disney really Bell.
1: neat. oh so they Are they staying at the Polynesian bungalow? It, you
2: know. You know what I didn't see where they stayed, it had a lot of pictures, cool pictures of them on rides together where you could see two people look looked alike, you know, in each car. It was a cool experience, and I'm sure they did get some publicity because that doesn't happen a lot. I mean, you hear about people saying, Oh, I'm a twin, I want to date a twin, but do they really get married like that? They did.
1: Wait a minute, are you talking two pairs of twins? Yeah, wait, the husbands the hu- and the, the wives, the guys
2: are twins, and the girls are twins, and they were twins.
1: Okay, that blew my mind away. I didn't realize that's what you were talking about. So, th-
2: what they had up, it wasn't where they were staying, they just had a lot of pictures of them on I bet those are going Mountain viral and Seven Dwarfs I don't know I, it was a small article but I thought it was really cool because how often does that happen
1: never I don't think I've ever heard of that alright so here's your answer
2: Disney's lawsuit over the unauthorized characters in kid parties hits a snag and I don't even remember us touching on this Disney was attempting to sue a company specializing in children's birthday party entertainment because they said that they
1: were using unlicensed characters oh sure that happens all the time well, what happens out here in Kansas City I say this here anyway I mean do you, I see the stuff promoted when I'm on the other side of the state-huh I'll see things promoted for that stuff all the time in the city of Kansas City and I wonder how much of that is actually authorized through okay. Disney
2: There's a uh, bring a princess to your party place here in our area there because is. yeah because a lot of times they donate their time to uh, what is that? I always say the Robin's Nest. but It's not the Robin's Nest. It's the Sparrow's Nest. It's the one that helps the unwed mothers and get their feet on the ground. And those Disney characters, they'll go to like a lunch or something that's sponsored and people will donate money and get their picture with the princesses and stuff. So apparently they were doing this, but the U.S. District Court Judge George Daniels finds that Disney's trademark claims are unsubstantial. He says that there's no indication that CFH is causing confusion for customers and notes that it's adults, not children, planning these events. Additionally, a references to Disney's properties only come from a handful of instances where adults commenting in online re- reviews refer to the characters as such. So some of the characters that they said were in question was... The princess, okay, which one? Ooh, Princess Leia and Chewbacca. But they named it the princess. They didn't call it Princess Leia, but it was looking like her. And they called the guy Big Hairy guy, but he's Chewbacca.
1: So is this like the 501st? Do what? Is this the 501st? I'm looking.
2: I don't see what you're
1: saying. The organization, you know, they're all dressed up as Star Wars characters. They have the Rebel Alliance. They have the Imperial. Like they have it all.
2: I mean, that's what I'm getting out of this article. They only reference so Disney's not
1: going up against the 501st, are they? I didn't hear. Well, about this.
2: Well, it doesn't, it's not calling it the 501st in here. It's, it's saying these people that come to birthday
1: parties. Okay, so I don't think it's the 501st.
2: But anyway, those people are not advertising. When they advertised, they said, we'll come. the princess will come to your birthday party. The big hairy guy will come to your birthday party. But it, they look like Princess Leia and they look like oh, okay. that. The only anecdotal evidence that Disney could muster up was a handful of instances where these customers referred to the actual names of the plaintiffs. And the customers were the ones that were using the names, not the people that were getting paid to do
1: it. Sure. So the judge is like, he didn't feel like there was enough evidence for them to have to. We shall have to watch this later on down the road, Vicky, because this will set the precedence for everything else that Disney goes after individuals as far as lawsuits and stuff is concerned. It sounded crazy to
2: me. I was actually surprised. But there again, I feel like the judge is right. If the people aren't advertising themselves as the legal names.
1: But what about infringement of actually looking like the characters? If Disney owns the right likeness of the characters. I don't know. I'm not a likeness. I guess
2: he I, just feels like they're overstepping.
1: Who knows? Okay, let's see here. My last and final article here before you take us to our history, Bixter. Walt Disney Company third quarter earnings report. Ah. Right. Overall, as always, you know the you know what they say. They're in the black. So we Disney always says overall growth, but short of estimates. That's what you always hear, right? You yeah. You always hear that all the time. So overall earnings. Let's see here. Diluted earnings per share jumped a full twenty nine percent from last year's third quarter. From 1.5 to 1.95, that's pretty good. Revenues for the company showed a 7% increase from last year. That's really good, raising no from kidding 14.238 billion to 15.228 billion. That's good. Operating income grew from 4.011 billion to 4.193 bill. That's what you make a year, right? That's amazing. <laughs> And then there's a 5% boost. I have no idea what that means. But anyway, so comparing the first nine months of 2018 with the same time period last year, revenues rose, like we said, 7%. Operating income grew 4%. The diluted earnings per share increased a total of 50% over 2017. Media networks, 5% growth in revenues. It does say 1% loss in operating income. Parks and resorts, 6% growth in revenues. 15% growth in operating income. Studio entertainment, 20%. 8% percent growth in revenues, 11% growth in operating income, consumer products, interact- interactive media, 8% loss in revenues, 10% loss in operating income. So what is it about all of these except for you have consumer products and interactive media? That went down? That's a huge drop, 8%. That's weird. Consu- if anything, you think more people are going to the parks, more people in the media outlets, you know, all that stuff. You think the consumer products would rise as well. I don't know. I'm not a business major. <laughs>
2: You're not? No, Isn't that not. what you teach your third grade kids? Re- no. Hey Nick, before we Goods and uh-
1: <laughs> services, that's about my extent.
2: <laughs> before I go on, I just wanted to give a shout out to Lisa Reed. Yes. Lisa Reed she listen?
1: Yes. She does not.
2: Yes. She told me today that she like she'll be cleaning her bathroom or she'll be what? painting and she's listening to us laughing because she knows us and it's just funny for the her. Lisa so went-
1: Reed. The Lisa Reed. The Lisa Reed. The Lisa
2: Yes. Reed. And then also Margot Carter. What was- Mark listening to her and no, she said I gotta listen to that because Lisa talks about it. So she said she's gonna listen to it. I
1: didn't know Lisa was such a Disney fan.
2: She, oh my gosh, today she was showing me her stuff and she hadn't seen my tattoo, so I got to show it to her today. She saw a
1: glimpse of it, but like I showed it to her up close. I'm always wearing my lanyard with all my Disney gear on it. And my, which I did. You see my Disney name tag from the parks? Yes, I did. Are uh, You jealous? I want you one. Drooling? Yes, I oh, told you I was jealous yeah. when you
2: sent it to me. It used so, to me the picture.
1: And I, but I sent you the website to go to to get one.
2: No, you said you were going
1: to. Which Disney will probably be all over that. If they find out who's right. making those. And actually, it's from here in Ferguson, Forest, and I believe. <laughs> and not Missouri. to throw them under the bus. Right. So I'm online looking for, you know, where can I find a spoof name tag, right? And I order it. And the thing's here within like a day. I'm like, where the heck did this thing come from? It got here within a day. Even Amazon Prime can't ship it within one day, no right? Kidding. And this was snail mail. That's so awesome. I'm like, where did this thing, Ferguson, You're <laughs> right down the street? I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You
2: need to check it out, Nick, because she has a Mickey Mouse, our Disney... Uh, lunchbox. She just got a really cool. Disney bag that she carries her bling in when she goes out to do recess duty for our kids. So uh, so
1: she's not part of this consumer products and interactive <laughs> media mess. With <laughs> Apparently not. The 8% but, uh, non-growth. but It's or nice to talk to her.
2: I laugh because she never will call me Vicky. And then she realized this summer when she was working with Kaylee at VS that uh, her daughter is only, or I, I said daughter, but her child is only a year younger than my child. And so really we're about the same age. I'm like, I've been begging you to call me Vicky because I feel
1: old enough. She to rocks, her. by the way. She's awesome. I know she is. Is awesome. she really is good. I,
2: I they, there's some amazing women there, and I appreciate that they work so hard together. All but right. anyway, shout out to you, Lisa and yeah. Margo. Hope Thanks you for listen to
1: Margo. Yes, every amazing. time I hear Margo, though, I can't think but help or I can't help but think, excuse me, of the movie, uh, Christmas Vacation with, with Chevy Chase, where oh, um, the, the lady's name Margo. is Margo. I don't know, Margo. Yeah, yes. every time I hear that, that's why I think, why is my carpet blue? Margo, <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so I have a cousin named Margo. And and I think the exact same thing that's Every time hilarious. I hear it It's like that movie Did me in dude I love it Every time movie. I hear it It's a good movie But yeah movie. Those ladies are amazing I'm glad they listened To the podcast
2: Yeah so I'm hoping April's gonna listen Cause she's uh I think gonna let me help Her book her trip For next year
1: Nice So I'm pretty excited Nice nice. Alright so that's all I got I know that's all you got Uh Vixter So why don't you Take us back
2: Here we go We're traveling
3: backwards In time Right now We're leaving the world Of today behind So if your imagination Is ready Here we go.
2: August 15th, 2006, after nearly 13 years of entertaining Walt Disney World guests, this is what I found out, Nick, Merlin performed his last Sword in the Stone show in front of Cinderella's Golden Carousel. Yes, we were just talking about this. I didn't what, realize please? it was 2006, though. It had been some time. So Merlin's been challenging young really? guests. 2006? He's been challenging. So th- I had never seen it, so that's why.
1: Hoggers had been on saying, I think, up to 2011 or some. Oh, maybe he was walking around. The ceremony starts, but I think Merlin may have still been walking around. Are
2: you talking that. Disneyland
1: or Disney world, world?
2: World. Oh, well, it said it stopped in 2006. I think uh, world. it started in 1994. I
1: could have gotten it confused between land and world. You know, we you know, reading so much that it becomes right. blurred. It becomes blurred after No, no, a while. seriously,
2: I get that. Trust me. That's why you said, did I already read this article? Yes, I did. August 16th, 1968, former Vice President Richard Nixon and his family visit Disneyland. And at the time, he was running for president.
1: He's there all the time. He was there at the opening. Oh, I know. This- so when and was so this? the Watergate When thing. was this?
2: This was August 16th, 1968.
1: So he was there on opening day as too.
2: Right. It says, because of their close proximity to Anaheim, the Nixon family had frequent it or frequent visitors to Disney land ever since August of 1955, which
1: is pretty cool to
2: think that a president...
1: And they called him Ronnie. Richard Nixon? Yeah, was he called Ronnie?
2: No, they called him Dick. Who am I thinking of? You're Ronnie Reagan.
1: Oh, he was there. That's who was there. It was Ronald Reagan. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking of. Man, why can't I get my facts yeah. straight Well, it. we weren't alive then, in our defense. Anyway. <laughs> August 17th. It's on YouTube. You can find it. 1986.
2: Luxo Jr. had to throw this in there for my son. I don't know if he's listening now that he's at college, but... Luxo Jr., he the don't first... not listen to you anymore, Mama. Oh, he's... He's, uh, he's out of the house. He's already been checking in. He's is out of the in, house. So. Luxo Jr., the first film produced in 1986 by Pixar Animation Studios, following its establishment and his independent film studio, premieres in Dallas. So, that's where the... Li- Little Luxo came. And if you have been to, and I know you have, Nick, the Pixar shorts, they talk about that before you go into the, to see the shorts. Really cool background. Yeah. About how that came to be. What a cool story. The
1: Disney company go start on his uh, his own adventure. Yes. Starts creating Listerine commercials to fund his new project, Pixar. Yeah. And then the rest is history. That's right. That's cool history.
2: August 18th, 1986. Crocker.
1: Crocker. (laughs)
2: Crockett's Tavern opens in Walt Disney World's Fort Wilderness as part of the Trails End Restaurant that's located at the north end of the Wait a minute. campgrounds. It's Crockett, Crockett, you okay. know, like Davy yeah, Crockett, exactly. Davy, we all Davey know,
1: we all, we know, we
2: know, we know. Oh, come on, you're no fun. August nineteenth. 1692. This is what I thought was interesting. There's no singing at the North Pole. There what?
1: There's no singing at the North Pole.
2: Okay, whatever. The Reverend George Burroughs, an ancestor of Walt Disney, he was hanged in Massachusetts at the Salem Witch Trials. Back up. What now? So that's why I told you, 1692. In August 19th, 1692, Reverend George Burroughs was an ancestor of Walt Disney. He was hanged in Massachusetts. Reverend. Yeah. A Reverend. Yes. He was hanged at the Salem witch trials, and it says that Walt Disney through maternal line is a descendant of this minister who along with George Jacob Sr., John Proctor, and John Willard, and Martha Carrier were wrongfully put to death on that day. Burroughs had been a minister in Salem's village from 1681 to 1683 and had made several enemies. And so the Putnam family who accused them of witchcraft had them.
1: That's all it took back then probably. Oh. Isn't that insane? I bet that was a political rival right there. This guy probably came in, was gaining probably, I don't know the backstory, I'll have to read up on it. I can only assume the reverend was gaining too much power? Okay. Well, well family yeah, because you're like, going
2: against a witchcraft, the witch Salem Witch local Trials. local
1: family was probably like, mm-mm, not going to happen. Right. We'll, we'll accuse you. I don't know. I got to read up on that. I do not know my history on this one. That's, That's totally, totally interesting. Is...
2: That would be a good episode for us to cover, to talk about that. Yes, it would. Especially because... Halloween!
1: is coming oh my gosh we gotta start thinking about our halloween episode yeah we really gonna, do it's gonna be good last year was a we replayed one from our first year right because life was with, crazy uh, day right but this year man that would be great write that down in your notes okay if, if you if you don't I, I i won't and i'll forget about it
2: <laughs> okay august 20th 1928 disney's oswald the lucky rabbit cartoon hot dog is released it is the final oswald short produced
1: which i did not realize
2: 1928 i thought he had some later than that i guess not For
1: Oswald. True. No, no. They had shorts all the way up through Snow White. Okay. So then this is my last one. So that would have been 37, 38. Okay. This is my last one. Yes. For
2: this week is August 21st, 1995. The People Mover, sponsored by Goodyear, closes at Disneyland. It ran from July
1: 1967 to August 21st, 1995. Sponsored by Goodyear? Yeah. Like the tire manufacturer? Isn't that cool? But the People Mover doesn't have any tires. Does it? Underneath its track? It's just just a track, right? I don't know. I think you're being pulled on a track.
2: No, you're on a track but I don't know if there's some kind of tire somewhere in the production Because you can feel
1: the jerkiness, you know, when you yeah, slow down and you're being pulled again. <laughs> I just find that ironic that Goodyear would be sponsoring a non-tired ride. True. Does that make sense? A non-tired ride? Well,
2: almost that... three years no. later that ride was replaced. The people mover at Disneyland was replaced by Rocket Rods in May of 1998. So, did you ride Rocket Rods while you were there in 2012? No. Rocket Rods? I've not even heard you guys talk about it actually no no, not at all so lee if you know anything about rocket rods i know i can count on you to give me the the down low on it because you're good about that for us i
1: appreciate it well that wraps up our hump day rumors and news again as always happy wednesday everybody and thanks again for downloading the number one podcast entertains the space between your ears be sure to listen to friday's show we're going to be sitting down and talking about our favorite disney character dining experiences and give you tips for your next disney trip If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, simply text us, 407-674-0414, or email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to book a trip with us or you just want that free quote, all right, just go ahead and text us as well. Same information, 407-674-0414. But use a different email this time. Go ahead and contact us, travel, at mousecapadespodcast.net.
2: Remember to check out our friends at Waltexpress.com for all things Disney. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast.
1: I think it's about that time, Victor. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends.